0: Good evening, How's everybody doing out there tonight? I am Mike Aglioloro. I am your host for this. Is Sports Zone the first Sports Zone of 2022? We are recording with you live, like we do each and every week here, via the I 95 Sports and Entertainment Radio Network. Of course, we are rebroadcast and redistributed on all our various podcasting outlets. So, as always, we thank you for joining us, whether it's Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Anchor, Bullhorn. We thank you for joining us. No matter how you join us, we got a good show for you tonight. We'll be joined by Dave Hastings and Eric Tressler in a matter of moments here. I see somebody getting ready to come in here, and we will bring him on once his audio is ready. There he is. Eric Pfeiffer is here tonight. Eric Pfeiffer, how you doing there, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. I got about a half hour I can give you, and then I got to hit the road and go to my hockey game.
0: Well, that's good, because I think we're going to start off with something pretty early here, because I see him getting ready, so we will give him a chance to get his audio up, uh, crappy Joe Judge. I love these names he comes up with. These are these are some good ones here. We will wait for him to get his audio turned on here. Uh, like I said, what, David, you don't like
2: smell my Larry.
0: I mean, it's good, but that's kind of yeah. Your your standard is some version of that, so it's good. I'm just always in amazement by the the weird shit he comes up with to say. So I'm taking nothing away, long, away from you there, Eric. But let's
3: bring him in. Eric Tressler is here tonight. Eric, how you doing? I don't know. You're talking to me and about me, but I couldn't hear a word you were saying, so I can't tell you if I agree with you or disagree with you. It was nothing bad. I was I was pointing
0: out the crappy Joe judge, judge, and I said something about the names you always pick up, and I think Fight got his feelings hurt a little bit, even though it wasn't a, a knock on the names he chose. I just felt his were more standard. To who he is, and you always come up with something new and different. And I just, I just always I mean, wind up laughing at it. Who's crappier than Joe Judge? I mean, I'm not, not gonna, nobody. I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with. You. Well, yes, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I know you guys want to get started on this, so I, I think w- where we'll start off tonight, because Five says he only got a half hour. There was a lot that happened in week 17 in the NFL, whether it was the fans breaking a barricade uh, at the Washington ballpark when Jalen Hurts was coming down the ramp. A couple other things that happened, the big sendoff of Ben Roethlisberger last night. But in the course of all this, Antonio Brown manages to steal the spotlight once again with his walkout in the middle of the Tampa Bay, New York Jets game. And I think this is where we'll start because I know you guys have certain feelings about this. A lot has come out about it. Um, There's a report that Brown felt that he was not recovered uh, from his ankle injury and didn't want to play on it. And the report is saying that the Buccaneers basically were telling him to get back on the field. And that's when it happened. Um, Here's my feeling, and then I will let you guys go. Um, A team should never make someone... Do something like that if they feel they are physically unable. However, it is absolutely no excuse for the antics that Antonio Brown pulled on Sunday. And we knew it was only a matter of time before his exit from Tampa Bay happened. Whether it was good or bad, we knew there was going to be some sort of divorce here. So it finally happened here. And there was no excuse, in my opinion, for what Antonio Brown did on Sunday. Now, we will turn it over to you guys, but I do want to introduce, because he is here tonight, Dave Hastings is with us tonight. Dave, how you doing?
2: I miss being on vacation.
0: Don't we all? Don't we all? Yes. Yes. All right. So let's get started with this. Eric, I will start with you. Your thoughts about the Antonio Brown situation.
3: I just think he's a. Ma- I think he's a mental patient. I think he's a head case. I think he just had a meltdown that he's, you know, he's prone to having, you know, CT issues, whatever you want to call them. I, I don't care. He's just not right in the head. I it had nothing to do with his ankle. I mean, he was, and it had nothing to do with the incentives. He walked out on it all. I mean, he was one, one TD eight catches and 55 yards away from the incentive. So listen, whatever his reasoning was, it was, I, as we've talked in nauseam about this through our group text and whatnot, Bruce Arians isn't the type of coach that's going to tell a player to get off the field when he's injured. He's a player's coach. Everybody knows that. He had nothing to do with that. He had three catches for 26 yards already in the game. I I, I don't think that was it at all. I don't think that. I think he just needs an excuse and needed something to say, and he blamed it on the ankle injury. Uh, You know, it is what it is. I have no remorse, zero zip, zilch for the guy. He'll be fine and whatever he wants to do. He was laughing in the Uber. He was laughing it up all the way out, giving everybody the peace sign, skipping along the end zone. Didn't look like a guy that was really worried about an ankle injury right there. Didn't seem mm-hmm. like a guy who was pissed off because somebody was demanding he go back into a game. He seemed like he was having a good time with it. I have zero remorse. I don't really give a shit about Antonio Brown and his declining skills anyway. So that's really where I'm at. I mean, he, he, you could, you could say this and that you, you defend him. I, I really don't care. I just think he's an asshole. I think it shows time and time again, you want to go back to the purpose, you know, that he took in that Bengals game to, as the pinpoint of it, but he, he wasn't really right now that even previous to that. But I mean, kudos to Tomlin for being able to keep him on the team in a straight as long as he did. But, uh, yeah, I, I have zero remorse for the guy, you know, and I'm sure Tampa does too. They'll be just fine without him. So, hmm. uh, you know, it's yeah. what it is at this point. And, you know, the, the, I think Arians handled it in a classy way. I think Brady handled it in a classy way. I don't think anybody's wishing ill will on this guy, They just know he's not all there, and if he's not all there eh, more than normal, then he's better off not having on the squad. So I think uh, everybody is okay with the way things turned out, Antonio Brown included.
0: Fair enough there. Fife, what do you say?
1: Well, I'd like to start by saying this is why I hate text message conversations, because as soon as I said something to the sorts that maybe would have been on antonio brown side everybody jumped on me like i was defending the guy which i wasn't i'm maybe i worded it wrong but i'm simply saying if and i'm not there so it my opinion on the situation i understand this is a platform for us to share our opinions my opinion on the situation doesn't matter as far as what might have happened and what didn't happen i don't know bruce Arians as a man so i can't sit there and say he's a great guy i know he's a millionaire i know he coaches football players doesn't mean he's a great guy But what I'm saying is if a player in in any sport says I am not fit to go on the field and a coach tries to put him on the field, then that player is justified to leave. Not the way he did. I don't agree with the antics. I never did. I think it was stupid. Um, You don't pump up the opposing team's crowd. And also, like, you know, I mean, Tom Brady went out on a limb to get you on two different teams and you burnt that bridge twice. You know, so I'm with you that he's an idiot and he made bad moves and he shouldn't have been given the opportunity in the first place, because if you think he's got mental issues because of CTE or whatever it is, well, then the guy shouldn't be taking any more hits. So that just goes to show you that players coach or not. Winning is all that matters to these guys. They don't care about the all them. Too, exactly. All matters to Brady, too, though. Exactly. It matters to Brady. That's why Brady
3: you know, coddled him. It so he you can did. sit, there and, Brady and, was but they can sit there and pretend too.
1: like they care about him, but they really don't because if they cared about him, they never would have given him the opportunity in the first place because this sucks. Dude, everybody to mess cares win.
3: about winning, and now he was a detriment and all to winning, that so they get rid of him. Yeah. So then at the but same again, time,
1: you can't sit there and say, I don't think he put a guy into the field who's injured. I mean, we all know he's a head case. We all know he's got T.C. <laughs> but and again, I don't think
3: I don't think it had I don't think his ankle injury had anything to do with it. I think he needed an excuse after the game to tell the media. I'm
1: Nothing not going with what than... I think. I'm just saying the guy said he had an ankle injury, and if that is the yeah. conversation that went down, then then he's right. To I don't leave, believe that that way. was the
3: conversation that went down. That's what I'm telling you. Is I don't believe a... that That's that fine. was the conversation you're, that went down because Antonio Brown doesn't even say you that you that to was the conversation. You're allowed to believe so, what you want to believe. You All right. Know, All right. It, um, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Like I said, I could care less about the guy. He could buy and sell me 10 times over. He's got more money, way more than I'll ever have. You know, he'll be okay. And, you know, not going to lose any sleep over him losing his job. <laughs> no, me either. And the reason why they're
1: trying to figure out how to – if they want to – do a team suspension instead of releasing him is because they do fear that somebody else will pick up a pissed off Antonio Brown, who can go out and he can play for four or five games with a team and not tear their locker room apart, especially if he's on a mission. So that's why he's they're trying the to make the name. That's he's, why they're trying. Nobody. To, I don't know, dude. He was putting numbers he's up. He's nobody. He's dealing with an ankle injury all year. He's putting numbers up before he got hurt. I know because I had him on my fantasy team. Not the listen. Mike he was also team. he had, had called him again, a nobody. I mean, he already correct.
3: has he already has one instance this season. Like I, I just think that we're taking way too much stock in what Antonio Brown's saying. This is a guy who flat out faked the vaccine card. It's one thing to come out and say you're not vaxxed. Don't fake the shit. Don't come out and fake it. He faked it. He lied. He's a lie. He's not. He's not credible. To me, he's not a credible person. So I'm going to go with the people that I, th- I think are more credible in this situation, and that's Brady, that's Arians, that's other people. I think they're more credible. I don't think Antonio Brown's very credible in this situation. So I'm going to take it as maybe he had an ankle injury, maybe he didn't. I think it was more of he was just done mentally and had a breakdown. He has him. We we've seen him have him. He's had him in the middle of streets. He's a, he, he's not all there. All right. And you're right. They don't give a shit about him health-wise. I'm not sitting here and telling you they do. I'm not sitting here telling you Arian's gonna baby this guy for the rest of his life and always be there for him. That's full of shit. Hell no. Hell no. Nobody gives a shit about Antonio Brown's health. They care about winning, and he doesn't help them do that right now. So, but and and by the way, we all noticed. and I think even maybe you were the one who pointed out, Mike. The the second he left the field, the offense got much better. I think oh, yeah. Gamer
1: And a one. Well, and that's so, what I'm saying. Like, like you, that's proof there that like I don't support the man. All I was trying to say was, and it blew up into this thing with you and our lawyer friend. Uh, <laughs> um, that, lawyer uh, friend. Yeah, we have a buddy. And he's a very lawyer. credible
3: friend too. He's, <laughs> he's, very incredible and, he's
1: a good. He's a very good lawyer.
0: I was gonna say I know nothing honest, about that very part. Very honest.
1: <laughs> very honest man. It was in a different group text. But what I felt like I was getting attacked. Because all I simply said was, if that's true, if he was saying my ankle hurts, he had every right to leave the game if they were trying to make him go back in. Because like I said, I can't sit there and say that Buffalo handled the Eichel situation wrong in hockey, and then sit there and say, well, he shouldn't have taken a stance for himself if his ankle hurt. All I was trying to say, and maybe I didn't word it properly, So then you know how I am. I still feel like I'm getting attacked, so I got to come back at you, but... All I was saying was, if that's the case, and if that was a conversation that went down, and Arians has denied it, they asked him in a presser, he denied yeah. it, he said that wasn't the case. I don't know if I believe him. doesn't matter to me. Here's, all right? here's the he could have told medical it? staff, maybe Arians didn't hear about it. So all I'm no, saying but, is, if a player, it, besides Antonio Brown, forget Antonio Brown, if any player says he's injured and cannot go in the game, and a coach is trying to put him in the game, that player has every right to leave and take a stand. In yes, my opinion.
3: yes yes but can i point one thing out was he not all smiles leaving giving the Absolutely. peace sign having fun was he not did you not see the video of him in did you not see speed. the video of him in the uber afterwards having fun with the guy he did not seem like a guy who was pissed off because the coach was trying to force him back into a game you understand like that's where I, I, I don't, I have, I have a harder time believing Antonio Brown than I do the coach there Arians, because to me, if I have that conversation with a coach and a coach trying to force me to do something I don't want to do, because I know I'm going to get hurt even worse or something worse is going to happen, or I'm not effective on the field. I'm going to be pissed off about that conversation. I'm going to be like, fuck you, dude. I, I'm honestly like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm going to have that conversation. And it's not going to be pleasant. He's leaving all smiles, laughing, joking having fun with it to me that's not a guy who's pissed off about a conversation with a coach who's trying to get him back in the game
1: people I- have different ways to show the way they are and you know if that's just his personality he's a jerk off like again i'll always say it i don't agree with how he did it all i was trying to say in that te- i keep going back to it all i was trying to say is if that's the case whether i believe it or not doesn't matter if it's true and he had every right to leave and not the way that he did.
3: Mm. But if it's not true, what do you think, though?
1: He's still a jerk off. I think he's a jerk off, even if it is true. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mm. don't support Antonio Brown one bit.
0: Yeah. And but fight-
1: what I'm trying to say is that if a player is injured and says he can't go back in and a coach tries to force him in, then that's just the way it is. Like, that's, again, those antics aren't the way to do it, but that's his personality. That's the way he did it because he's a jerk off all right
3: well let's get dave in here i feel like dave i i want to i I, I, I
0: yeah i was been trying to do that but i just want to say one thing fife i just wanted to know and i wasn't trying to attack you or anything like that i didn't even know about the other group tech so I just to- go ahead dave i,
2: I mean <clears throat> when it's all said and done uh, i am going to take arian's word over antonio brown's um the way he if he was in pain, I don't really uh, – or was in too much pain to go out there and play, I don't really see how you're able to do jumping jacks trying to hype up the crowd going through the end zone. So the pain really couldn't have been that bad. Um, I think it's hysterical that they have video uh, pictures of him just standing outside of MetLife Stadium waiting for an Uber. Um, I thought that was a freaking riot. Um, but when it's all said and done, Antonio Brown is a guy um, – that you're going to see on somebody else's team because the guy was putting up numbers and playing pretty decent football. Um, now what can you do without a guy like Brady? That, that's a whole other conversation and, and it's a wait and see on that one. But um, when you go back through his past and through his history and the things that we've seen and the ways he's acted, there's really no reason for any of us to give him the benefit of the doubt, um, even if we want to uh if i I do agree with you every player if the player doesn't think they can go they have every right to say they can't go and that's nobody's call but their own when it's all said and done um but at the same time most of these players literally will try to hide injuries just to get out onto a field so that kind of raises more question marks to me um if the medical staff wasn't coming up to and saying hey we, we shouldn't put him back out there um you know, with his incentives that were on the board, I I could see him being even more motivated to get back out there. So a lot of question marks, but I mean, the Antonio Brown saga continues and, you know, for how much I hate to admit this, there's a good chance we end up talking about him again at some point, but there's definitely going to be some level of lawyers involved. If they try to cut him, and what they have to still pay him, or if they still have to pay him, that'll be a whole nother mess. And, you know, Whoever has to deal with it, God help them. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, really, when it's all said and done, like, hey, the biggest thing for me is that I've just literally never in my life seen that on any in any major sport that I've ever watched or even paid attention to, where a player in the middle of the while the game was going on, get <laughs> through the end zone. Like the play clock was running, the game clock was running, um, like that. That's just crazy to me. You know, ripping it's your a level
3: of disrespect for the game rarely shown.
2: Yeah. I mean, taking your, rip, ripping your pads off. All right. But to go all the way down to no shirt at all. Um, I mean, there, there's just so many like, what the hell happened moments in that, uh, through that stretch that I just know I was at my friend's house uh, hanging with my godson. So we keep the volume low while we have red zone on so that he can play with his iPad and, and be in his little he- heavenly world. So really didn't know what the heck was actually happening. Uh, just saw it happening and we were like, okay. So yeah. One of the craziest things I've ever seen and something if I, uh, if I could ever put a request in, I, I would really prefer never to have to see again. Even if it was a team I hated, I wouldn't want to see that again.
0: Yeah, that's fair, and that is definitely something we've never seen before, to give you credit on that one.
3: I'm going to go out on a limb real quick, and I'm going to say I I don't care if I'm the only one here who says it. I don't know if we're going to see Antonio Brown back on the field again.
0: I think that depends on if he's eligible to be signed for this year's playoffs. I think if he's not eligible to be signed for the playoffs, then I think you have a shot of being right there. I think if it's a chance that someone can bring him in for the playoffs, I think
3: some team would do it. I think he's going to get blackballed. That's what I think. I think that I think he's made himself his, his liability is now outweighed his talent.
0: Now I wouldn't, I, here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if you're right though. Wouldn't be surprised. All right. We can move on though. Um, I don't know if anybody has anything else they'd like to bring up from week 16. 5 let's go back to you. Not from what
3: week was. 16, but I do have something to bring up if he's going to be short today. And I specifically bring it up because I have been telling you guys and promising you that I would do it. And I have done it. I have watched Cobra Kai up to season two, episode three. I am through right now. Okay. And as Janice would say, as she's been watching it with me. It's a big old cheese fest. It uh, is... It is... Uh, so predictable. So, like, just, like... I mean, Janice called the beat of the storyline from the first season, like, by episode four. Like, three. She so, you didn't like, yeah, like, so you didn't like episode... episode so you didn't like
0: episode five, then?
3: It didn't... It didn't crescendo for me the way I was maybe expecting it would. It was, listen, am I hating the series? Absolutely not. Okay. Am I going to trash it? Not really. Because again, nostalgia stuff, you know, it, it it's it's okay. A couple things are starting to piss me off here in season two though. I think there's a reason to bring that jerk off Crease uh, back or whatever his name is. I'm not That's a big Kreese- fan of this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah not not a bit. I wasn't a big fan of him back in the day and still not a big fan of them now okay um, and what's I number two and then I see you see the storyline the way it's played like it, everything just to me just seems very, very predictable. It seems a little goofy, a little cheesy, but again, at the same time, I'm not completely hating it but I could see where Dave jumped off. And Dave, I got to tell you, I don't know if I'm clamoring for you to jump back on at the point where I'm at now. Now, maybe it gets better through season, the rest of season two and into season three and four. I know you guys said it hits a little bit of a uh, kind of a spot you got to get through. Going to keep watching, going to keep going all the way through season four. But at the same time, it's a big old cheese fest as per jam.
2: You just ruined Mike's night.
1: <laughs> See, and what I tell you, I said, watch come out on. for some of the high school drama. You know, like that's a little bit too much for me. Um, it's. I mean, does, come on, no, you know, can we talk about? I don't even want to. Like, I, I, like I don't want to go into spoilers or back. anything. But when
3: he gets drunk at that party the first time, and he gets all pissy with it, with with Larusso's girl and whatnot to me i was like you saw it coming from a mile away and it was so stupid and so j- and like you said that high school just nonsense it read to me more like an after school special
2: just to clarify here real quick gentlemen i will i have no chance of going back and watching that show so when it comes
3: you, down to you've made that clear
0: you've made that clear
2: yeah so don't don't worry about spoiling anything for me maybe just give a little uh, heads up for anybody that would be listening like hey Cobra Kai, you know, season two spoilers coming, just in case anybody else that's listening wants to watch it. We don't ruin. It. Outside it, of that, I, you don't have to worry about ruining anything for me. I can
0: promise you that. I will. I will say this, Fife. I didn't get to hear most of what you said because I got cut off there. I can only guess what you said there. I'm. I'm not. I don't even know what to say on that one. I mean, the fact that you're not hating it, that's good. See. Mm, I just want to. I'm not going to spoil anything for Fife in season four because I know you probably haven't watched the whole thing yet. I think season four, like, I thought season one was the best season out of all of them. That's also because I didn't have four years worth of hype building up to it. I saw it when it first came out. This season four, I think, is probably the best one since season one. And uh, the high school drama that you're talking about. I think they did the best job of kind of minimizing that in this season than they've done in any of the other seasons to the point where you actually give a shit about the kids more in this season than you do in the other ones.
3: And and can we all just, uh, like, this is what I mean, though, where it just gets a little bit too much for me. When they introduce, what's his name? Johnny Lawrence's kid there, Robbie. Don't like when they, introdu- when, when they When they introduce him. He's a jackass. He's robbing, He's not a good kid. Mm-hmm. In a matter of like a couple episodes, all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm going to get this job at this car dealership and it's really going to piss my dad off. And then all of a sudden he wants to be like the greatest employee ever. And now he's like the greatest person ever. And now he's telling people like, oh, no, we're not going to do bad things anymore. And like it was way, way, way too quick a turn for me. Robbie, to all of a sudden go. So, I mean, at some point, you know, the story arc is going to arc back the other way. Like, it all just seems so fucking predictable. So, (laughs) I am just at a point where I'm like, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to enjoy it for what I can enjoy it for and know what it is. I understand what this show is and know what it is now. Um, And yeah, uh, that's that I'm going to enjoy it, like I said, for what it is. And I'm not going to stop watching it (coughs) at the same point. Dave, I don't blame you for where you're at with it either. Well,
0: if you thought that was a quick turn, let me tell you, there's a few others. <clears throat> but anyway, we can uh, we can move on. I think though. So is your health one of those turns? I'm choking, on, like me. Just, I'm choking know, on my I'm choking on my water like here. I'm fine.
1: He's choking on his sorrow for your opinion of Cobra guy.
0: That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yes.
1: here's what i'm gonna say i'm i'm midway through i think the third episode of season four we kind of watch it in bits and pieces i watch it with my wife so it goes around my son's schedule um you know when he's sleeping we can watch and and he, you know so we're working through it. we're trying to watch and i in my opinion um the acting part for the robbie Keane character has gotten better within the first three episodes of season four he's not as corny as he was um what I really like about the show is I keep saying is just that it provides when I was a kid, I was a huge karate kid fan. I was Daniel Russo for Halloween. Once I used to walk around with the thing on my head. Um, so for me, it provides a backstory to something that I loved as a kid. So like I said, when you were going into it, appreciate it for the nostalgia and maybe, you know, some of the things it's going to, that it sheds light on. Um, I gave Mike my opinion of where I think season four is going to go. Or where the show's going to end up, and if they do do that, I'm going to be pretty. Uh, I'll respect it, but I will be disappointed. Um, and I, it just, I think it's going to end up as some big uh, veterans awareness cry fest, and I'm worried about that.
0: But I um, don't know if you got to worry about that, buddy.
1: All right, well, don't spoil it for
0: me. I that's all I'm saying. I'm not spoiling. All right, it for all right, all right, all
1: right, all right. That's cool. That's just cool. saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I listen. Season four, I was pretty impressed with. It ended kind of abruptly for me, but all things considered, I thought I thought it was really good. I thought it was a good ride. Um,
1: Eric, I'll tell you right now, you're going to be disappointed. Disappointed with how season three ends. I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna rag it to shit, and sure. I'll just leave it there.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Right, I could say well,
3: that. I'll give you my opinion once we get that far. We're not. We're not quite there yet, but much like you, I'm watching it with the wave. so it's kind Mm -hmm. of around the schedules and whatnot, so (laughs) we're we're getting it in, though, but just, you know, listen, I was a huge Karate Kid fan as a kid, too, so that's why, at least, you know, that's why I think it's keeping me in it. did take Karate for three years as a kid, too, so partially because I really did like the movie a lot, and, you know, it just... I'm gonna, like I said, not gonna be my favorite, but not gonna absolutely hate it either. Mm.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. All right, um, well, Fife, I know you don't have much time left now, but week 16, you got anything else you want to bring up, brother? Uh, not from week 16,
1: but week 17. Um, I will say that I Steelers, meant week seven, I know you did, yes. I, <laughs> I will say that I was very impressed with how they played for Ben last night. Um, you know that defense stepped up. Where they sack him eight nine times. Um, yeah. I think uh, Baker's considering sitting out next week to you know for his bad shoulder. They're out of the playoffs. It shouldn't even be consideration. The man should not play. He's got a torn labrum on his left shoulder. It's non throwing, but you can obviously see that it's affecting him. Anytime he rolls out left, his passes are inaccurate. Um, Joe Burrow lit the world on fire. Jeez, uh, was that a game? I mean, that thing was exciting. If, was that one of the highlights of the week? It should have been. Oh, um, yeah. That was, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, you know, but I, one thing I will say that I texted you guys earlier is that I'm kind of, you know, I know the guys had a colored history and may not be the most well-liked guy in the league because of that history, but I always like to see a guy go out on top. And I know it's a freaking long shot. It's one of the longer shots there is. Um, but I'm pulling for the Steelers. You know, I like Mike Tomlin a lot. The guy's never had a losing season. He set a record for 15. No, he's a in great a row. coach. He's a great, you coach. know, Hall of Famer. And I just saw a picture today where people were ragging on Ben for the picture, but like, I think that speaks to the toughness of the guy. He had bulging ice packs on both knees, both his, his throwing elbow and his throwing shoulder. Um, you know, uh, it's just what he, he – he leaves it all out there. He's the opposite of an Antonio Brown minus the off field issues that he had in the past, which, you know, I never really keep up with that stuff because I watch football and what these guys do off the field is, is what it is. And I let the law work that out and it's none of my business is the way I see it. I like football. Um, I'm not saying that somebody should be held above the law because they're a football player, but if they are not allowed to play again, again, then I won't see them again but what they do off the field, it's really none of my concern anymore. Like there's just too much bullshit in the world uh, to worry about all that. To worry about what some millionaire does with his free time. Um, So I know he's not the most well-liked guy by a lot of people, but man, does he play his heart out? And uh, the last thing I'll say is that, that uh, Peyton Manning UI broadcast the way they were ragging on the Browns coaching staff last night, just had me dying. I was rolling, man. Like, Nick Chubb had four carries in the first half. And um, they had like a third and three, I think it was. And they lined up in the gun and they took Nick Chubb off the field and they had Austin Hooper next to uh, to Mayfield. And, they, and Peyton goes, uh, you know – Every time they don't have Nick Chug next to Baker in the backfield, nothing good happens for them. And They're playing the replay. He goes, who is that? Austin Hooper? Oh, yeah. You think the defense thought there was any threat of a run there? Nah. And he just looked disgusted. Like, both Manning brothers looked disgusted at the Browns coaching staff last night. And if I'm a general manager of the Cleveland Browns and I watched, you know, a replay of that broadcast and two of the smartest minds in football are just ragging on their coaching staff – I'm really taking a second look at my coaching staff. <laughs> like that could be a decision. And that's probably why I'm not a GM, but that would be a big decision maker for me. Like it's obvious. Like you, they, they kept saying you have two pro bowl guards and a pro bowl running back. You're in a close game in the first half and you're not running your pro bowl running back behind your two pro bowl guards more than four times. It's ridiculous. Um, but again, that defense played for Ben last night and you could tell, man, they were playing for that guy. And I think when it, when an entire team, especially the defense plays for a quarterback like that I mean I think that speaks to his character in the locker room again off the field I don't know but in the locker room he's a, you could tell like the team loves him and they're they're willing to do anything for him and that kind of makes City me go loves for him. him. city loves him the whole Pittsburgh city. loves him yeah, oh, yeah. yeah for maybe a couple them. chicks you know uh, but other than that um,
0: you know. <laughs> oh that's wrong but it's right. It's right. It's wrong, but it's right. <clears throat> okay. Listen, right. He's,
3: fa- he's a fantastic quarterback. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, great career. I enjoyed watching him. You know, last of the class of him, Eli, and Rivers. And uh, I think at least two out of three. I think Rivers is still the borderline guy, in my opinion. But yeah, I think uh, two out of three are in. Yep. Yep. All right. I think uh, Rivers gets in eventually because it's really the whole the very good, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I digress. A-
0: anyway um, Fife, you got to get out of here, right?
1: Yeah, I got to get going. I thank you guys for the half hour of your time. I appreciate it. I'm sorry to any fans who didn't, who wanted to hear sports and had to hear a little bit of Cobra Kai. My bad. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Eric getting that in for me before I go. I really do. And the last thing I'll say it's the last week of the year, boys. I have one request. You can do it if you not, or you don't have to, um, but it's my request. And again, I won't be offended if you don't. But let's pick them all, baby. Give me a chance.
0: <laughs> we can we can pick them all if you'd like. That's fine.
3: That's Thank fine.
0: Yep. All right. Thank so you. Everything that's
3: not a not, not everything that's not a Hastings highlight, a Aglioloro aggravation or a Trestler toilet bowl will be a shit show.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. All right, man. Fife, we'll see you next week, buddy. Thanks, bro.
1: Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Now i got to go freeze my ass off on an outdoor rink.
0: Jesus. You have fun with that, my friend. All right. Um, I tell you what. If we're going to wind up picking every game, unless you guys got anything else we should start, but before we do, I do want to make mention of our picks from last week. Eric, Dave, one of you guys went seven and one last week. And I'll let you guys decide who it is. Just so you know the stakes. I think here.
3: it's Dave. It's Dave. I think just, it's me.
0: just so you know the stakes here. If Eric went seven and one, that means he basically walked away with uh, the sports own crown for the 2021 NFL season. If Dave went seven and one, that would put him very close to taking first place. So you guys think it's Dave? Yeah,
3: it's definitely Dave.
0: It's definitely Dave,
3: yes. Thank you. I knew that, though. <laughs> I knew it, though, because I knew he had to yeah, see. You guys Maddie. killed, you guys killed attention.
0: You guys killed the tension. You guys completely killed the tension.
3: So am I still in first or am I now trailing, Dave? Am I now in the behind for the first? You,
0: have, you have a very slim one-game lead. Whoa. That is the closest you have been to losing first place all season. If you lose first place in the last week of the season, I'm going to start calling you the 2021 New York Mets. Ha <laughs> ha.
1: We'll see. We'll
0: see. <laughs> All right. Let's. Um, does anybody have any real quick before we go on to picks? Does any anything else you guys want to bring up from Week Seventeen? Cowboys lost. Giants lost. Giants got destroyed. Gi- uh, Cowboys. That was close game. Um, no,
3: I don't want to bring up Week Seventeen, but I want to bring up other football. How about my roll tide? Kicking some ass.
0: That is true. I mean,
3: you know, well, I mean, 20, was it 27-10? So, I mean, they, listen, they took care was of Wasn't it 29-6 way. at the half? 29-6, if I'm not mistaken? Not 29-6. No, it wasn't that big. It was, uh, oh. forget the halftime score. But either way, they took care of business. Uh, Georgia went and kicked the crap out of Harbaugh, so that was pretty funny. And it'll be a rematch of Alabama-Georgia for the national championship game. if. If you want to count those college picks as well, uh, I went Alabama, Georgia last week. I believe Dave Wright went Alabama, Michigan. No, I think if that's the case, I mean, you know, I would have another game up. No, I think he went Alabama, Georgia. I
2: hate Eric. I hate to break it to you, but I went Alabama, Georgia. It was Mike and. uh, Yeah, that's what. Uh, Yeah, I was. I I was going
0: to say that I'm the one who said Michigan. Yeah, Yeah.
3: All right. All right. So you're nipping on my heels there. I gotta watch out for you this week.
0: <laughs> all right. Anyway, that means
3: I don't want to pick, I want to pick from behind some of these weeks. Does some of these games too? I don't want to be picking first all all week here.
0: Well, you only got one more week to you know see it through on that one. So you don't have a lot of chances left there, buddy. All right. With that, let's get started here. And all right, we'll go through everything. So let, let me do this. So we'll start with me. It's time for Loro's Aggravation of the Week. And truthfully, because I'm a superstitious guy, I mean, I'm not okay with the fact that the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals last week, but I always say I always get nervous when teams enter playoffs on winning streaks. And seeing as how Cousin David loved to point it out that they were undefeated every time I had picked them to win over the last few weeks. I'm okay with the fact that that's not going to continue going into the playoffs because I don't want that. But with that, we'll go Dallas and Philadelphia here. Dallas is in Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia is a playoff team. And I am reminded of something Eric said a few weeks ago about how the NFC uh, playoff field was a total garbage fest. And uh, the fact that the Eagles made the playoffs. Yeah, you called that one. Called that one. Uh, with that being said, I'm gonna say Dallas make it two. Uh, yeah, make yeah. It so great. Eric, okay. So you guys all got Dallas.
2: Yeah, it's it, I, Philly. Philly has a bunch of guys on the COVID list, and even if they can play, Philly plays them. Where I think Dallas has a bitter taste in their mouth. I mean, you could tell from their post game press conferences that they feel bitter. So. I think Dallas is going to play a a lot of their starters.
0: Mm. And it's weird because you look at the playoff field, and I'll just say this very quickly before we move on. You got Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Indy, and the Chargers all fighting for that last playoff spot in the AFC. In the NFC, it's down to New Orleans and San Francisco for the final playoff spot. So that's interesting. All right, with that, it is time... For Hastings, Highland of the week.
2: I mean, look, I don't know if I would consider it a highlight, but it's literally the most impactful game of the entire uh, um, schedule, and that's that's the Sunday night game, the Raiders Chargers. Um, division, that is, game, yes, division game, playoff game. I mean, winner go, gets in, loser goes home. Um, unless somehow the the Baltimore and the Colts lose to Jacksonville, which I just both of those things happening. Um, so, uh, I mean, that's that that to me has got to be the highlight because I think it carries the most weight of the entire weekend for the two teams playing. Um, actually, there's several games that actually carry some weight. Jeez! All right, well, we'll start there: Chargers at Raiders. Um, look, I just think the Raiders. I think both of neither of these teams really should be in the playoffs. Uh, I think they have talent, but they tend to play underneath what they actually have. Um, Raiders at home, coming off of a huge, you know, fourth quarter last drive win against the Colts. Um, Chargers coming off of a pretty nice win um, this week as well. I'm going to take the Raiders just because I think uh, with the experience of Carr, I think that 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 could end up being the, the the deciding factor. So give me the Raiders at home.
0: Yeah, this is this is interesting because you kind of said this. They're both underachievers. Even though I'll give the Raiders credit, I think the Raiders have played a lot better than anybody thought they were going to. I think everybody thought they were going to fall off this season, especially after the Gruden thing. I know I did. So the fact that they're 9-7 and and competing for a playoff spot the last week of the season, that's that's about as good as you could have hoped for for the Raiders at the beginning of the season. Chargers have underachieved. Because with the talent they are and with everything that Herbert has... um, has been able to do, you would think be a little better. And you would have thought Herbert would have done a little better this last half of the season. So, that being said, yeah, fuck it. Give me the Chargers.
3: Eric? Uh, If it was in L.A., I would probably say the Chargers. If it's... In Las Vegas, at home, that team, they've gone through so much adversity. Like, so much adversity. Ah. (laughs) I think the adversity is going to persevere. Give me the Raiders at home. All right.
0: Do you want another highlight, or do you want to save it, seeing as how we're doing every game this week anyway?
3: Uh, no, so no, you should do another highlight. There's at least one more I see there. I mean, that's a standout highlight. I think it's got to have at least some kind of playoff implications for both teams.
2: I mean, if you're talking the 49ers-Rams, that definitely,
3: definitely I was. It. That's the game yeah. I was looking at.
2: Yeah, I mean, so San Francisco wins, and uh, I think they're in. If they lose and the saints win, I think they're in or yeah. Cause I think if both win the the Niners take it. So, um, also if the Rams win and the Cardinals lose, the Rams take the division and get a home game. If the Cardinals win, they take the division and get a home game. So yeah, it definitely has some, uh, some spice to it to say the least. Um, and the 49ers, when it's all said and done, I, I have to – look, they're not going to hit – I think I put them at, like, 11 wins. You know, they're not going to hit that. Uh, but it, they're definitely making me look a lot better than uh, you guys had me looking when I when I did the schedule – or when we did our uh, season predictions. So, um, I, I am definitely proud of that. Uh, that makes me happy with myself. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you got Rams, 49ers, um, – We've got another game that definitely has playoff implications. Yeah. What the hell? My phone just spazzed out. Um, Rams are home. Coming off of a huge come-from-behind win against the Ra- Ravens. 49ers looked halfway decent in the second half against Trey Lance- with Trey Lance. Uh, I got to take the Rams. I just think they're the better team top to bottom and they're still playing
0: for something. Well, Stafford's got like three straight games where he's got like two or three picks in a game. And now that I no longer am relying on him for anything, I, I think the 49ers come in with a little bit of momentum here. And the Rams are definitely beatable in my eyes, even though they are at home. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers, even though you, you, they, I wouldn't mind seeing them stick with Lance, but I know Shanahan said that if Garoppolo is healthy, he plays. I don't think that matters at this point. I'm going with the 49ers.
3: Eric. I am going with the The Rams needed for seating, right? Yeah.
2: Well, the Rams are locked in, but if they win and the Cardinals lose, they actually win the division. And the yes. Cardinals Seattle.
3: Give me give me the Rams. All right.
0: All right. So that's it for highlights, right?
2: Yeah, that works. If we're going to pick all the games. We might as well keep it moving. I agree with that. Yes. All right.
0: So now it is time for Eric Tressler's Toilet Ball of the Week. Uh,
3: I think you guys know right where I'm going with this bowl. It is to the crap fest that is my name, Crappy Joe Judge, and I'm gonna see if I can't lose all these games and have myself a nice four and thirteen season. <laughs> and so so that being up. said, I think you know where I'm going with this pick. You're going and to it Jackson, is not with Crappy Joe Judge. You could give me the Washington football team who is announcing their new new team name and logo on the Today Show on 2 2 of 2022. Fucking lame. They are so fucking lame. Yeah, it really is. All right, so you got Washington there? I think, yeah, you could decipher that from... Happy Joe Judge.
0: Does it bother you? You guys are having this bad of a season and you still can't get the first overall pick? No,
3: because at least we'll have two top, you know, 10 picks. But again, yeah, none of that means anything if we don't have the people, the right people evaluating the talent and that's what they lack right now. So right now, as far as I'm concerned, they could literally take these two draft picks and light them on fire and it would probably be more useful for warmth than it would be for actual team health.
0: I mean, that's fair. I don't. I don't really know depth wise. I just know quarterback wise. This isn't a deep draft. I. I know you got the two top tens, but have this bad. Oh, of a they're season.
3: they're fully bringing Daniel Jones back next year, and it makes everybody just want to fucking vomit.
0: But that's what I'm. I, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying to have this bad of a season, and you be you know maybe you get a top three pick, two top ten picks is nice and all, but if I'm having this shitty of a year. I,
3: I want a top I want a top two pick, that's just me. I want Will Anderson Jr. That's what I want. All the I guy, want for is the that draft, the guy you've been saying the Giants. linebacker. Yes, yes. He is okay. a sideline to sideline. He leads a nation in sacks. He's a ridiculous off the edge. He is smart. He is everything you want in your linebacker and for a defensive leader. And I want him on the Giants but they're too stupid right now to draft them. So I have to hope they bring in somebody smarter.
0: Well, I was just going to say, if history is any indication and they stay internal, then you will be silly seeing Will Anderson Jr. Go to whichever team has the draft pick immediately following the giants this year. I'm sorry to say anyway. Um, yeah, I'll go with Washington in this one too. Dave, who you got?
2: Can we also talk about the fact that like, uh, Washington's guardrails collapsed and almost took out uh, Jalen Hurts and ruined the guy, rest of the guy's season. Just-
0: you know the funniest part about that, though, the guardrail falls. Jalen Hurts just sidesteps it. Everybody walks everybody gets up, and all they want is selfies with Jalen Hurts. Everybody was fine. Now Washington did a, a horrible job. Like they, somebody should have came over and checked on those people instead of saying, "Get off the field." The, the, the everybody's reaction to that was just funny I think to you're me.
3: expecting a lot out of Dan Snyder.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Anyway. Uh, yeah,
2: anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, look, I'm, I'm sorry. Like The fact that the, the Giants are looking at starting from again and then potentially, like I can't even remember the name of the guy that it'll back up from. Um, <laughs> there's just... Like, you want to think the Giants can win a game. Like, you want to think if those players – like, I mean, we saw the press conference Joe Judge gave. Like, if those players loved him as much as he says they love him and they want to be there so badly and they love playing for him and blah, 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 like, this is the game that that statement would be proven correct. Like, Washington's not a good football team right now. The Giants are home – final game of the season. Everything lines up that the Giants should win this game if if the things Joe Judge says is true. But I don't think the things he says are true, so I'm going to take the Washington football team.
0: Yep. All right. So that is the toilet bowl. Now it is time and we'll have to pick this one for him. For Larry oh, no. is shit show of the week. I already started doing the intro. I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. No,
2: it's all good. Just remember, we agreed that every pick after we did the toilet bowl was a shit show. All
0: right, so we'll just go straight to picking all the games then. All right. Yeah.
3: I I'm That's just
0: gonna cool. I'm just gonna go in the order that ESPN has them in. I'm just gonna go down the line. Kansas City going into Denver to take on the Broncos. Eric, go how do you start? Ahead. You're the yep. you're only first one so far. Yep. Kansas City, please. Kansas City. Yeah. yeah, I'll go Kansas City, too.
2: Gave you an easy one there, Eric. We're all going Kansas City.
0: All right. So this game may not have a lot on the line in terms of playoff implications, but I think, well, no, not anymore. Cincinnati going into Cleveland to take on the Browns. I will take Cincinnati, Dave.
2: You know, honestly, after the knee scare for uh, Joe Burrow last week, I don't think you see many starters on Cincinnati play more than maybe a series or two. Uh, uh, think so, or think so, uh, um, so right. between Cincinnati and Cleveland. I don't know. Cleveland just looks so bad. They look so bad. Like Pittsburgh's not a good team. Who's Cincy's back quarterback, though? I don't even know. Exactly. We... I don't you Yeah, I mean, no a, idea. That's a good thing for Cincy, that you don't know who their backup quarterback is. We know who Cleveland's backup quarterback is. We know Cleveland actually uh, played halfway decent under him. I don't know what the hell they were doing with Nick Chubb last night. I'm glad as hell they did it, though, because it's one of the main reasons I won my fantasy championship. So... Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. Oh, my God.
0: Who's the Browns
2: backup? uh, I don't even remember. Oh, right. Keenan. Yeah, Case Keenan. Yeah, as far as I know, the only starter not playing for Cleveland is... is, uh... God, I hate this game. I don't like this one at all because I think... Yeah, I think the Browns win this one, just so I think Cincy rests most of their starters. I don't think Cincy's playing for anything. I don't think they can move up any higher.
3: No, they can't. Doesn't they look can. like
0: it. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can't they move up if they win and Tennessee loses? Well, Tennessee's the one seed
2: right now. The only team that can take that from them is Kansas City.
0: Oh, Really? So they would own, they both would own the tiebreaker over the Bengals if they all finish at 11 and six. Then
2: I believe so. But with that win for Cincy,
3: that's what I mean. Cincy's got the win over KC,
0: right? Right. And you don't know what's going to happen with Buffalo and New England. Hold on, Clint.
2: Oh, wow. So, yeah, Cincy. Yeah, I'm sorry, give me Cincy, because they're play they get so Cincy can get the one seed if they win, and then they need uh Tennessee loss, Kansas City loss, New England a loser tie. Or they can get the one seed if they win Tennessee, Kansas City, both lose and Buffalo wins. So they can get the one seed two different ways, but they need a win. So yeah, give me Cincinnati. I'm sorry. I didn't think Fair. Cincinnati could move anywhere
0: else. Fair, Fair
3: enough. Eric, who you got? Uh, Give me Cincinnati. You got something to play for. I'm taking them. Backup quarterback or not. All right.
0: Green Bay going into Detroit to take on the Lions. And I believe the Packers have clinched the one seed in the bye. I believe they're the only team to have done. Yes. Yes.
3: And Aaron Rodgers was just on the Manning cast. Hey, that is that is very
0: true. I'm not going first on this. Eric, go ahead. No,
3: I'm not going first on this one. Give let Dave go first on this one. Go ahead, Dave. Uh,
2: give me Detroit because I don't think Green Bay plays any of their starters for more than a series or two.
0: I just didn't want to be the first one to say it. Yeah, I'll take Detroit. So that means Green Bay will probably
3: win. Eric, go ahead. And they're definitely locked in the one seed?
2: Definitely. Yeah, they're 100%. After beating Minnesota on uh, Sunday night last week, they locked it up.
0: You can check ESPN. They even said it. They got the little asterisk, and they give you the key underneath that tells you what the asterisk means.
2: Eric, the only teams that are playing for a playoff spot and seeding in the NFC Cardinals, the Rams, the Saints, and the Niners. I
3: mean, technically... All right. so then uh, then, then give then me Detroit then. then get, I guess give me Detroit then. I gotta say it.
2: Yeah, technically Dallas can get up to the three, but that's as high as they can go.
0: <clears throat> Chicago going into Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Give me Minnesota. Minnesota. This is another steaming turd of a game, though. I want to yes. say that.
3: Uh-huh. Oh it's yeah, ste- it's it's borderline unwatchable.
0: This is a double flusher. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take Minnesota, only because the game's not in Chicago. Uh, Indy going into Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars.
3: The only chance Pittsburgh has to get into playoffs, I heard him say it a bunch of times last night, is if they win this week and the Jaguars somehow win this week so the Jaguars would have to win and beat the Colts and the Colts if I'm not mistaken need the game to get in the playoffs right yeah I and can't really see quick, them going into, and lose, and lose
2: into really, quick, Eric, really quick before you make your choice just know that the Colts have won- lost five years in a row in Jacksonville oof
3: I'm still taking Indy. They need the game.
2: Like five years goes
3: back to Andrew
2: Luck. Like
3: that's crazy to me. <laughs> it is, but I'm, I, I'm okay with it. I am going to roll the dice and go in.
2: Yeah. I also don't know if Luck played in that game. To be honest, that's one of the reasons he retired young was because of the injury problems he was having. So
0: that could have been the year he was out for the season with what, what was the big thing he had? It wasn't a ret- ruptured spleen. Was it a ruptured spleen? I
2: don't know. That guy took a beat. I I yeah. wish. he. Yeah, I think he
0: I way too long yeah, building that don't offensive know line. That
2: draft is good enough to get yeah, that's, the guys they
0: got. That's a very good point. You really uh, just never know. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take Jacksonville.
2: Wow, he's going on a limb. I love it.
0: Fuck, I got to lose at this point.
2: That's a valid point. Uh, yes. I, can't go, I can't go with you though. I got to take Indy. <laughs> All
0: right. So let's do that game then. Pittsburgh going into Baltimore to take on the Raiders, uh, Ravens. And I'll take Pittsburgh. Awesome.
3: Possibly Big Ben's last game ever. Lamar, they still don't know if
2: he's going to play or not.
0: And this is interesting because Baltimore is still technically in the playoff race. So they still got something to play for too. That being said, I, I thought Cleveland could beat...
3: I guess we lost them for a second there, Dave.
2: I think so. But I've picked before you two in a row, so you you know you got to give it.
3: Uh, ooh, this is a tough one, and only because I don't know Lamar Jackson's status. Uh, I think that, ball, that that Pittsburgh team is still playing inspired football under Big Ben. give me Big Ben and the Steelers.
2: Yeah, I wish we could put an asterisk on this pick, because it's like, look, if Lamar plays, I'm taking Baltimore. If Lamar doesn't play, I'm taking Pittsburgh. Like, I wish I could put an asterisk on this one. Um,
0: We've had a with, couple of those games over the last few weeks.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, with that said, uh, Mike, I don't know if you made your pick, but we, we lost you. If you, uh, Oh, no, you said I'd take Pittsburgh. That's right. I'm sorry. My bad.
0: Yeah, I didn't know I cut out. Okay.
2: I, we think we lost you, because Eric even pointed out that we lost you and he didn't say anything, so my guess is we did lose you. But Fair uh, enough. You came in at the perfect – like, your line of, you know, we've we've had that over the last couple of weeks, perfect timing, like perfect. Love it. Uh, anyway, um, look, I, I got to go with Pittsburgh. I, I think for all the reasons you guys said, they, they're playing for more than just trying to make the playoffs. They're, they're, they want Big Ben to go out with a win, and, you know, you saw how emotional he was last night. We know this is his last game. You don't get emotional like that uh, for, you know, what might be your last home game. Like, this is it.
0: hmm Yeah.
2: And JJ Watt wants to break that sack record. Or who? I'm sorry, TJ Watt.
0: Who did you even say?
2: I said Before... JJ Watt.
0: Oh, okay. I, I heard Jake for some reason. I was just like, who are you talking about? Uh,
2: TJ Watt <laughs> needs sacks to break that record. He wants it.
0: There you go. There you go. All right, so we'll keep going here. Tennessee going into Houston to take on the Texans, and I'm taking Tennessee.
2: I think that's a clean sweep. Yeah. Eric?
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
2: Even though yeah. Houston has been playing halfway decent football the last couple of weeks.
0: I mean, they got four wins on the season, which isn't great, but when you consider how shitty they've been and how they've been going with second and third string quarterbacks all season, Man, look, look, at the te- look at the teams who got two and four wins with their actual starting quarterbacks.
2: Like, like, look, this, the kid they got playing quarterback right now, he's played, you know, what, six, seven games in a row, and you're thinking, all right, well, now team's got tape on him. They're going to make him look even worse, and instead he's actually basically gotten better every week, like, that usually does not happen. So I, I, I give him credit there. But yeah, Tennessee, and not to mention, if this team pulls off the one seed, I, I mean, and then gets a bye week and brings Derrick Henry back and only has to win two games to get the Super Bowl. Like they're they're gonna be a team. I, I don't trust Tannehill, so I don't think they do it, but they're gonna be a team nobody's gonna want to play with a, if Derrick Henry comes back healthy.
0: True. Very true. And now we go. To New Orleans, going into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. New Orleans has slim playoff chances, but they are still alive. And I'm going to take New Orleans.
3: Eric? Give me the team with something to play for. Give me New Orleans. Dave? Give me the ATL.
0: Doing the dirty bird, huh?
2: I, I just Atlanta's. There are like they're the best team with a really bad record, and New Orleans. You still don't know what the hell they're doing at quarterback. Give, give me Atlanta.
0: And in all fairness, seven and nine heading into this game. That's bad. It's not terrible. Damn yeah. sure ain't, damn sure ain't good,
2: but. They just won last week. They got some bullshit. Uh, called Ryan Short on the quarterback sneak, and then they call a freaking taunting penalty on him that forced him back to fourth and goal.
0: These you referees know? are trash. All right. So now we go to New York and we look at the Jets going into Buffalo. To take on the Bills, I know this is a real tough game for everybody to pick, but I'm going Buffalo.
2: Pretty sure that's a clean.
0: Eric, yeah, sweet. Bit. Yeah. Like I said, real tough. All right, New England going into Miami, who actually lost last week for the first time since week eight take on the Dolphins. And this could this could be a really good game right here. I'll say that. That being said, I think New England is going to pull it out. Dave?
2: Yeah, I think New England pulls this out because Belichick's going to want them feeling good going into the uh, playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me, give me the Patriots.
0: I think this will be a close game, though. I'm not thinking blowout here. This is going to go into the fourth quarter. Seattle going into Arizona to take on the Cardinals. And I say Arizona wins, and we see an Arizona rebuild of some kind this offseason. Eric? Arizona. Did I say Seattle rebuild or Arizona rebuild? Because I meant Seattle rebuild. You said Arizona, but we I you know, Seattle rebuild, y'all knew what I meant, but I said it anyway. I caught myself on that one. Go ahead, Dave.
2: You know what? This might this might either put me a, a game ahead of Eric or give me a break even because I think I got the, the, the Falcons game over you guys. But I am um, actually going to take Seattle.
0: All right. And I do believe the last game for us to pick here today Carolina going into Tampa Bay to take on the Antonio Brownless Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm going to say Clean Tampa sweep. Bay is better off for it. So I'm going Tampa Bay. What did you say?
3: Clean sweep it, probably.
0: Yeah. Oh, come on, Dave. You don't want to take another chance?
2: I I picked two games and Eric. That's all I need.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably well said. All right. So that's football here. Does anybody have anything else they'd like to bring up tonight?
3: No, that's really all I have for you. I mean, there's not too much else. I mean, uh, hockey wise, Rangers playing great next Monday. Before we're on, national championship game, Alabama-Georgia Monday night. Check it out.
0: Um, I'm going to try to watch that.
3: Rangers are uh, kicking ass right now, and I believe the top team in the Metropolitan uh, Conference and actually tied to be the top team in the Eastern Conference overall. So, uh, playing great hockey. So, watch some Ranger hockey if you get a chance. And other than that... uh, yeah, I don't have much much else. Anything for you, Dave?
2: My Bulls sitting at top of the Eastern Conference, twenty five and ten. Demar DeRozan, back to back game winning shots, first time in NBA history a player's done that. And uh, honestly, what LeBron James is doing right now is absurd for a um, a man of his age. So respect to him on that as well.
0: Fair enough there. Hopefully the Knicks can turn things around because it's not looking too good for them. But anyway, if we have nothing else sports-wise, I don't know if you guys have anything TV-wise to bring up, but the one thing I would like to bring up, Dave, you brought it up on the show last week. I got to see it last week. That All Madden special, as I mentioned, it is on the cock. Peacock network if you don't know what I'm talking about and if you if you guys get a chance to see that that is a great documentary that is a fantastic documentary what
2: what's it wait what documentary I'm sorry I missed that
0: all Madden
2: oh yeah no it's amazing
0: yes well I didn't get to, I didn't get the chance to see it live so I after we got off the air last week I was looking on YouTube for it. And then the next day, it was on the Peacock Network, which I was very surprised by because you made it sound to me that it, like Fox aired that thing, right?
3: Yeah. Was, yeah, so yeah I was, Fox aired it.
0: So I was very surprised that they let the Peacock Network have it to put it on their streaming service. But it was on there, and I got to watch it. It was fantastic. It was so well done. Going through that man's life, getting everybody's thoughts on it, the ending scene. And, Dave, you brought this up last week, so I'm just reiterating what you said last week. Madden's sitting there watching everybody give their thoughts on him and what he meant to them. It's so good to know that he got to see that before he passed.
2: Oh, freaking yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I really just wanted to reiterate what you said last week, seeing as how now I got the chance to see it.
2: Gotcha. Okay, sorry.
0: Yeah. No, that's fine. But I'm going to say something I said in the group text last week, and it kind of makes his death even more sadder. Like, he's 80, he's 85 years old in this, and he definitely looks older, but he doesn't, he doesn't look like a guy who's going to pass a couple months after that. He looks like he's got a few more years left. Like, if you guys saw what Don Rickles looked like at age 90, you can kind of tell the end was near on that. You wouldn't have thought the end was near for Madden if you were just watching
2: that. No, but Madden was one of those guys that just had too much, uh, so much life in him that that's just who he was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Betty
3: White, same way. I mean, you looked to her; he ended ninety nine.
0: Yeah, that's a shame, Betty White. Yeah, she was only like three weeks away from her hundredth birthday.
2: Eleven days.
0: Eleven days. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's yeah. a shame.
2: Oh, may they both rest in peace. And, I mean, while we're on it, rest in peace to Dan Reeves as well. Um, Dan Reeves was a uh, another major uh, player when it came down to growing the NFL into what it is, I, I believe.
0: Yeah, he was on those uh, – the head coach of those Broncos teams uh, that he, uh, that uh, Elway was on in the 80s Then went to – I know they went to the Super Bowl against the Broncos – against the Broncos – against the Giants – in the '80s, there—that was the only Super Bowl he had been to before he won the two in the late '90s, right? Been to nine—he was to nine
2: total as either a player, assistant coach, or head coach.
0: Oh, okay, that's way too much for me to think about. I'm just thinking about him as a player. Or are you talking about Reeves?
2: Yeah, Dan Reeves was. I went to nine different Super Bowls between being a player, and a assistant, or the head coach.
0: Mm. I know he took the Falcons to one. He's also head coach of the Giants during the lean 90s years. So there was that. Still a shame though. Another guy you wouldn't have think was was gonna go there. Bring it back television wise, though. Did you guys get a chance to see Book of Boba Fett? No. Nah.
3: I did. I did. And Would- uh I won't spoil anything for Dave. I'll just say Janice thought it was the stupidest show she's ever seen and refuses to watch anymore. Um and harsh. I thought okay, but I wanted to, like I want I wanted more out of it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I'm okay with what I got to start. If they give me more as the season goes on,
0: hmm. I'm not quite in Janice' camp, but I definitely felt like. All right, this is the first episode. Let's see where they're going here. I didn't think it was great, but um, I'm kind of interested to at least see a couple more episodes of it.
3: Yeah, I'm with you there.
0: Yeah. So, And Cobra Kai was good. Cobra Kai was good. I was very surprised you brought that up earlier there, Eric. So. Only
3: because I knew the fight was on for a short time, and I wanted to make sure that he heard the opinion as well.
0: Yeah, I can't say I'm totally surprised. (laughs) I can't say I'm totally surprised. I will say this. I really liked what they did with season four. I thought the ending was kind of abrupt, but um, there were things, and there are criticisms that you not only have now, but you will probably have throughout the series that I thought they did a very good job of addressing and improving on this season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dave, you got anything else you want to throw in TV-wise? This doesn't always have to be stuff that I like. Um,
2: I mean, I just watched season two of Lock and Key on uh, Netflix. That was pretty entertaining.
0: But, I I, I've never even heard of that. What is that?
2: Eh, it's kind of like a... I don't want to say sci-fi because it's not like it doesn't involve like space, but kind of like, it's
0: a you know. kind of it you would kind of break up there
2: probably fall in the same world that like Harry Potter falls and I'm actually not the big Harry Potter fan but it would probably it would probably fall in that like same type of like magical holy shit that's kind of great
0: scenario mm. I've never seen one Harry Potter movie I worked at the theater for all but the first two movies I never saw one of those damn things
2: yeah I, I mean <laughs> My ex was uh, a huge fan of him, so I've seen him, all, but not uh, not something I would go out of my way to watch. I'll leave it, I'll say it like that.
0: Mm. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I think if there is nothing else, gentlemen, we can, we can wrap this up here and um, get out of here for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us, as always, here. Everybody listening on the podcast networks, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Anchor, Bullhorn. Let's do some final thoughts here. Dave Hastings.
3: Thank you for being a friend. Travel
0: down the road and back Wait, again. wait, wait. If we're going to do the it like that.
3: it's true, you're a pal and dog.
0: Now, if we're going to do it like that, we can't go out like that. I'm sorry. We can't go out like that. Dave, Dave, say some final thoughts to stall, please.
3: Um, stay sweaty, yeah. guys. I'll, yeah. I'll finish my final thoughts and just say stay sweaty. Thank you, so
0: Dave. Yeah, no, someone's got to talk a little longer. Got to give me a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah,
3: I'm giving Dave the minute here. I, I'm not going to lie. If
2: that's how we're going to end our first show of 2022, it's really, really up from here.
0: <laughs> well, let me, say, let me say something real quick before I do what I'm about to do here. I was thinking last week, New Year's Eve and everything, where I was ending the year as opposed to where I ended 2020. And I think this applies to us as a show. I think we're in a much better spot now than we were at the end of 2020. I think last year was a really good year when you consider everything that came before it. And I'm happy that we're starting the year, all three of us, all four of us, five of us, if you can't, Cousin David and, and uh, 5 I'm happy we're all starting the year the way we are. Because I think we're all better off for the last year as opposed to what came before it.
2: Wish I could say the same, friend, but happy to hear that for you.
0: Well, I'm t- I, well I apologize if, if you can't say the same thing. I mean as a show.
2: As a show, I will completely agree with you,
0: 100%. Yes. Yeah, as a show I agree. Okay. We've stalled long enough. Hang on. Oh goddamn it. Heard a fuck up.
3: Thank you for being great. Travel down, travel down back and back again. back again. Your heart, is your heart, your applause pal- and travel pal- pal- on. on. A party.
0: all right all
2: right
0: I just want to say if the time ever comes that I decide to sing on this show if that's the bar I have to hit I will hit that bar all right you guys fight there you go there you go you let it out you let it out yes what what do you say Dave <laughs> Dave were you saying oh Dave left oh okay all right. Let's not prolong this. Dave Hastings, love you, buddy. Eric Tressler, love you, buddy. Stay sweaty, my friend. You too. I am Mike Aglia-Laura. We will see you all next week.